Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 72, The Bow Teetles. So this is the one where they're helping Bow Cheat how to rock. They're teaching him, kind of. And Doofenshmirtz is basically wanting a baby army. And how's he going to get that? By his innator, the... How do you say that? Bum Bumminator. Which, basically, you track your heartbeat... Like a mother does with her baby, and it's supposed to apparently bring the baby to different smirts. Even though, let's be clear, with babies, babies at that age, like, that are soothed by their mom's heart, are like newborns. They can't walk. This is true. I do like the name of it being Bum Buminator, because it's supposed to be Bum Bum, like the heartbeat. Oh. Bum Bum, Bum Bum. So, a reference in the title, The Balgeetles, is a reference to what, Kelly? I don't know. The Beatles? Have you ever heard of the Beatles? Yeah. Who are the Beatles? A music band. Yes. So even Callie's heard of the Beatles. They were from the 1960s, of course, and very influential on music. The Balgeetles is an obvious reference to that. And Balgeet. Yes, right. Combining the two. It's a portmanteau. That's the word that Callie taught me earlier. Now, do you really think that? It's fine if you do. It's not true. At the end of the episode is a reference to a previous episode. Did you catch that reference, Callie? When Dr. Doofenshmirtz had been launched out of his building behind the heart, and he's yelling, curse you, Perry the Platypus, and he interrupts himself to say, wait, is that the Balgeetles? Yeah. What's that a reference to? Vanessa's birthday. The Vanessa's birthday. Right. And what did he say at that time? I actually don't remember. Curse you, Perry the... Wait, is that love handle? Oh. Okay. We have the first, I think the first appearance, maybe we've seen him in the background before, I don't remember, but uh, named Coltrane, that's the bass player for Jeremy's band, and he is voiced by Corbin Blue. He was in Let's Take a Quiz. He, like you saw him there? Yeah, he said, look at your ad. Oh yeah, that's right. Good point. (laughs) The actor is from High School Musical which was relatively recent at the time this episode was originally aired. So the formula, can you guess? I can. I'm looking right at it. <laughs> Six. What are we missing, Callie? What you doing? Because she wasn't in this episode, Isabella. Linda. And there, oh, there you are, Perry. Ferb line. No Ferb line. And even all the other lines, a lot of the other ones were... Uh, significant deviations from what they normally are. We already mentioned the curse you parry the platypus was interrupted. Phineas says, I know what we're not going to do today. Right. And then he said, hey, I think the fail whale scared Perry off, which wasn't exactly where is Perry. Maybe I should only give this a five and a half. Yeah. Relatively low on the formula. I will also say in the song, give me a grade, which Callie's going to sing a little bit of it for us. Somebody give me a grade. I think your voice might be lower than Baljeet's. Somebody give me a grade. That's all I know. You know, we've commented before that Dr. Doofenshmirtz, listening to him sing, is a bit grating. But I think listening to Baljeet sing maybe is even worse. What do you think? I thought it was fine. Oh, well, I guess it's just me then. These characters with strange voices are honestly better in smaller doses. I'm just going to say one thing. Okay. They're adults. They're trying to imitate a child's voice. Right, which is why small doses 
is better. Well, I must say this the part, whole part at the end when the when the heartbeat starts going faster and so the the rock the hard rock song starts going faster that part I was very familiar with because often that's where I fast forward to so that I can start watching the next episode which we will get to next time. But I did not really have warm and fuzzy feelings about the remainder of this episode. It wasn't as bad as I remembered and there were definitely a few very funny parts. Callie Let's do our top three. I was just going to say one thing. Um, people in cartoons, they pick up a guitar and know how to instantly play it. Now, I practice guitar basically like every night before I go to bed. And they could just pick it up out of the blue and know how to play it. Let that be a lesson to you. Be a cartoon. Okay. Done and done. Callie, who's starting our top threes here? Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I finally won because I forgot to stay on the same pattern that Callie was doing, which was paper, scissors, rock over and over again. Paper, scissors, rock. Paper, scissors, rock. I accidentally went paper, scissors, paper there at the end. So I'll start. My number three, right at the very end of the episode where Phineas said, you know, basically, if it means anything, I thought you did a good job. And then Baljeet's response to that was, no, that means almost nothing. My number three is when Phineas says, play what, how you feel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Baljeet just does an A core. He says, you just did an A core. And he said, well, I feel like I want an A. Yes. That made my short list. That was probably my number four. My number two, when uh, Major Monogram is giving Perry his mission and he says that Dr. Doofenshmirtz has gone over town to get these baby supplies. And then we said, one can only imagine what he is doing. Two can discuss it between themselves. Uh, more than two is frankly a waste of our resources. I appreciated that. It made me laugh just because of the I mean, I don't want to to spend a lot of time explaining the joke, but just the quick inversion from using one to mean like you, like a person, to mean one, like one person, and then going on one, two, three. Anyway, it made me laugh. So it's my number two. My number two is, I don't really remember what the scene was, but I remember Baljeet saying. Right, so he won't go out on stage. And Coltrane's trying to get him to go out on stage, right? And showing him that like, no, there's no grades. And he's like, oh, so there's pass fail. So my number one, toward the beginning, when they go to investigate what's going on with Baljeet, and Phineas asks if he's okay, and he says, if by okay you mean that my life is a meaningless black cauldron of swirling failure, then yes, everything is groovy. And Phineas, looking uh, aghast, says, that's not at all what I meant by okay. (laughs) My number one is Candace, stop trying to post your backyard. But I wrote, Candace... Stop trying to find bust your your backyard. That was my number five. I thought that was pretty funny also. But that's basically all we had to say about this episode. Right, Callie? If anyone wants to get a hold of us and tell us why they think this is their favorite episode of Phineas and Ferb, you can do so by sending us an email to... Callieandherdad at gmail.com That's right. And since we have no Ferb quote to go out on, we'll go out on... Uh... Dun, dun, dun. Do 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 do